0: Eight 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 three five two four one four. this is learning with leslie hello 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 and welcome to another episode of learning with leslie the podcast where we focus on having an impact from home At home and beyond. No, I'm not talking about the kind of impact that's here today, gone tomorrow. I'm talking about the kind that will last no matter what happens. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from IAmLessieSamuel.com, where we're changing the world one person at a time. And as usual, I got another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to create a personal social media policy. Now, listen. Are you concerned about the effect that social media is having on your life? If so, then this is the episode for you. I'm going to talk about my take on social media use. Spoiler alert, is different from most. I'm then going to talk about what a personal social media policy is. We're going to get into how to create a personal social media policy. And as a bonus, I'm going to share with you some really cool tools that I've used and I am using to help manage my social media use, and that can be beneficial for you. So, if social media is something that you spend time on, then this episode, you're going to love it because a personal social media policy. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Oh my goodness. I, oh man, you know what? It just hit me. I'm back behind the mic. It's been a minute since I've done this and I am so, oh, oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I don't know if you can tell. You probably can't tell. But I'm a bit excited to be here with you today, and we have a topic that I think it's so important in today's world to be talking about, and we're going to dive deep into it. But before we do that, I got to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Ecamm Live. Ecamm Live is the all-in-one quickest and easiest way to produce professional video like I'm doing right now without having to spend a bunch of time editing. If you want to check it out, head on over to ecamm.com slash Leslie, and you'll save 15% off your first payment. I'm going to tell you a little more about Ecamm later on in this episode, but Man I I feel I feel like I owe you kind of an explanation. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, no, no. I definitely owe you an explanation. And that's exactly what I want to do right now because it has be- <laughs> it's been a minute. Now, I got to I got to give you some history because I was going to say what happened was, but this podcast is a podcast that I started way back in 2009. And When I started this podcast, I was a relatively new entrepreneur, but I started it. I was excited about it. And I started teaching about what I was doing at the time with freebie trading to make some money on the side. And then I started talking about blogging and online business and marketing and social media and all this kind of stuff. And I went from episode one all the way to episode 393, 393 episodes. And then A lot changed in my life. I made the decision. Well, actually, what happened was I got tired of the industry. I got tired of online marketing and talking about it because what ended up happening, which is natural, is I got so many people asking me questions about how do you build your business? How do you make more money? How do you get more followers? How do you get more likes and people to share your stuff? And all of these questions which aren't inherently wrong but they're the kinds of things that don't do much for me. They they don't I don't get excited by talking about how to how to get more people to follow you. That's it's not something that excites me and there was so much happening in the industry that I really just didn't like. It was such a turnoff to me that I got sick and tired of it and at the same time, I was growing this biology thing and I was getting more into, not getting more into it, but the passion that I had for biology, it started to awaken in me some more. And I decided that I want to go more in that direction. So I stopped the podcast and you know, I, I recorded a few episodes. I got to episode 398 and... I I told myself that I would not come back fully to this podcast unless I, I, I feel compelled to do it. So I stayed away from podcasting for a while. But over the last year or two, there's been a lot happening. And there's a lot happening inside of me that brings me to a place where I have a lot of thoughts, that I, I, I have to share. Like, I'm back today because I, I feel like I'm compelled to. I can't not share the things that are on my mind because I just can't. <laughs> I You know, I my, my boy, um, Colin, we, we talk a lot about this stuff that, when, whether it relates to entrepreneurship, whether it relates to our personal lives, whether it relates to... Um, spiritual. whether I mean, there are all these different aspects of our lives, and we have in-depth conversations about these things. And we often come to a place where he's like, dude, you got to share these. You got to share these things, because this is the kind of stuff that people need to hear. And I feel more convicted about that than ever, because what i've realized is that oftentimes what we do is we 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 look at entrepreneurship we look at our businesses we look at the stuff that we're doing and we try so hard to grow those things and we neglect the things that are even more important we neglect our families we, we ne- neglect our personal self you know our sense of self and all that stuff, our physical, our, our spiritual, our mental, our emotional. And that it has ha- that it's got to stop because we are not these pockets of things that are all separated. What I do at home affects what I do at work. And what I do at work affects what I do at home. And what I do in my own personal time affects everything. So I got to share. So I'm back. Now, uh, maybe you've noticed this or maybe you haven't, but I'm back in a slightly different way. We are back as video. This is the first video episode of the Learning with Leslie show. And also, it's now back to Learning with Leslie. It was the Leslie Samuel show, but I've decided that um, this is not about me. (laughs) It's not about me. Um it's about this journey that we're on this journey that we're on together and the name that I had learning with Leslie this is what the podcast used to be called before I switched it to 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 the Leslie Samuel show I really feel like it captures what what is happening um because this is this is a journey that we're on together and we're learning together you're learning with me I'm learning with you so it's back to learning with Leslie. It's video. If you're not watching this on YouTube, I want to encourage, or on video, I want to encourage you to head on over to the YouTube channel um, because this is. Listen, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a pitch, and I gotta look you in your eye. If you're watching this, my personal YouTube channel is one that I never really focused on. It's one that, you know, every so often I have something that I need to share, I would share it on that YouTube channel. But now I wanna focus on it. I wanna use this to reach people. I wanna use this to, to, to talk about some really deep things. I wanna use it to have conversations and to challenge people um, in a positive way. I don't mean like challenge them like, hey, you know, I'm gonna challenge you want. No, no, no. I, I believe that there needs to be more open conversations about difficult topics. And I want to do that from the channel. So if you are watching this video right now, and for some reason you're not subscribed to the channel, I even got a fancy graphic for this, hold on. Yes, you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and, you know, come out of the, don't stop watching the video, but if you're watching on your mobile device, come out of full screen, hit subscribe, and join me on this journey. Because, man, we're going we're gonna to explore some stuff. We're going to explore some difficult topics. And, um... I think it's going to be beneficial to you. I know it's going to be beneficial to you. Whether you agree with me or disagree with me, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we have these conversations about business and about life and about all of these different aspects of what's going on in our lives so that we can have that impact. i got to give a shout-out, right, because um, uh, I asked on Facebook for some feedback about uh, uh, the title of the show, whether I should go back to learning with Leslie and so on, and Daniel Westbrook said... He gave me a tagline, and it's something that I said at the beginning of this episode. He said, making an impact from home, at home, and beyond. That right there captures it. That's it. That's what we're doing. So if you are watching this and you're not subscribed, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button and share this with other people because we're going to explore these topics, and I believe it's going to be worthwhile for you. I think that's all the pre-announcements before we get into it. Let me just check my notes here because notes are going to keep me honest. Yes, that's all the stuff that I wanted to pre-cover, and I needed to catch you up on those things. Right now, we're going to go into the main topic of this episode, and that is how to create or creating a personal social media policy. All right, so I remember the first time this problem that I'm going to talk about became glaringly obvious to me. So this was back in like 2013 or something. Oh, shoot. That's a decade ago. What in the world? Y'all are getting old. Uh, No, I'm just joking. Um, But back in around 2013, I was a university professor at the time. And I remember I was in the gym Um, at the university because there were classrooms down there and I had finished teaching a class and a friend came to meet me and we were walking through the hallway and as we're walking through the hallway, we saw something that is not strange. It's not something that uh, is gonna surprise you. There were a bunch of young people in the hallway, a bunch of young people and it was silent and it was silent because this bunch of young people What they were doing, this is how they were. They were like this, holding their phones, looking down at their phones, and not communicating with each other at all. And I remember looking and saying to myself, wow, things have really changed. And it stood out to me so much that I decided to say something about it, but to make a joke about it, right? So (laughs) I said, man, all you young people here just chilling and not even talking to each other. You're just absorbed in your devices. And some of them looked up and they were like, (laughs) and they looked right back down at their phones and continued scrolling Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff. And I thought to myself, wow, we've come to a place where and and this is not a critique against young a, a critique of young people because this is a critique of all of us and how things have evolved over time to where you know i've found myself on numerous occasions out with people and on my devices ignoring the people that were right there with me for people that are virtually somewhere in the world and realizing how disconnected I was becoming from those that were right there with me. And I remember one time uh, I was in the bedroom with my kids and um, hanging out and I'm on my phone and they're there doing stuff. And my daughter came to me and she said, hey, daddy, can, can't you put your foot, your, your foot down? <laughs> That's what I probably should have done. But can't you put your phone down and just hang out with us? And I remember thinking, oh shoot, she's right. Why am I with these people that I love, these people that I, I care so much about and I'm not even with them? This is a problem. This is a problem that I I realized in myself. Now, I don't know if it's a problem for you, but it was a problem for me and sometimes it still is a problem for me. And it's something that I've had to be proactive about changing. and I believe that creating a personal social media policy is a big part of that solution. The solution to the problem of being so disconnected from what is happening around us and absorbed in these devices, absorbed in social media. Now, I want to give you my take on social media. Some of it is not going to be strange. Um, Some of it is going to be a little different. My take on social media is this. I'm not one of those guys that think social media is terrible or social media is great. I think social media is a tool. And this tool can be used for good and it can be used for bad. There's so many good things that have happened on social media. There's so many people that are doing amazing stuff on biology. Uh, on biology. Wow, my brain is so biological or something. On social media. Um I can think of some of my clients, for example. I have some clients, um, I have one client right now who their focus is helping marriages thrive. Yo, that's a good thing. And they put out some amazing content to help couples in their marriages. And quite frankly, they are saving marriages with what they're doing on social media, online, on their blog, on their website, and that is that is amazing. I have another client that runs a marketing agency, and and her marketing agency helps local businesses to get customers, and that is amazing because what they're what she's doing on social media for her clients allows those businesses to generate income to 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 pay their employees, so that those employees can take care of their families. She's running this agency. She is able to make a living and take care of her family. It's a beautiful thing. Social media gives us the ability to have that positive impact. I think even about my own platform, Interactive Biology, and the biology videos that I put out on YouTube, and how people are sharing that all over social media, and it's helping people to learn about their bodies. It's helping people that are studying to become doctors and and teachers and whatever, understand biology using these tools. This tool of social media is being used by me to do that, and that's a, that's that's an amazing thing. If you think about it, even on a on a bigger scale, um, people use platforms like GoFundMe. I I was watching some stuff on YouTube, and I saw some. Awesome GoFundMe's um, raising money to, for all kinds of good causes. Um, it, uh, social media is used in some ways as a tool for people to, 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 to find hope. Churches are using social media, uh, uh, ministries are using social media, nonprofits are using social media, and it's allowing them to have a, a, an impact in such a positive way. It's a tool that can be used for good but it's also a, a tool that can be used for bad. It's a tool that can be used to share all kinds of crazy conspiracies. conspiracies. It's a tool that people use to ad- abduct other people, kids. I mean, there's so much harmful stuff. I mean, if we, if we think about shootings that, that's been live streamed. Listen, social media is like a knife in some ways. A knife? can allow me to do so many awesome things. It's a tool, right? But a knife can be used to do so many awful things as well. It's not the tool. It's how the tool is used. However, so in some ways, it is similar to a knife. But in other ways, it is not. Now, and this is the part where it gets, it gets a bit dicey. Let me explain. Social media, these social media companies, these social media platforms, the reality is, follow me on this now, right? The reality is, the more addicted you are to that tool, the more money those companies make. If I waste my entire life away on social media, that is good for Facebook. That is good for TikTok. That is good for any of these social platforms that I am spending a ton of time on. And the reality is, as a social media company, the interests of the shareholders and owners are not necessarily aligned with my well-being because my addiction helps them to be more successful. That makes it a bit different than a knife. In fact, it makes it very different from a knife. So, yes, in some ways, it's a tool like a knife. But it's also a tool that they're incentivized to make me more addicted. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean that I say... You know what? Forget social media. This thing isn't working for me. They just want my attention. They just want my addiction and they just out to get. No, no, that's that's not the take that I take. The take that I take. (laughs) That's not the take that I take. Um, What it means for me is the following. If it is a tool, if it is a tool that can be used for good or for bad, then for me to be successful with social media in the context of who I am and who I am becoming, I need to be proactive about my use of social media. I need to be in the driver's seat. I need to take responsibility for the things that I do and the time that I spend on these platforms. And here's the beautiful thing about this. When you take responsibility for things, It actually gives you the power to create the kind of situation that you want. All right. So if it's in their best interest for you to be addicted, but it's in it's not in your best interest for you to be addicted, then you have to be proactive and take responsibility for how you use these tools. The reality is these devices are amazing. These devices, I can't believe the kinds of stuff you can do on these devices today. So I want to be proactive and I want to take responsibility for what I do with these um, devices. But these devices and these social media platforms are going to do everything they can to get me to stick to those devices and stick to those platforms and spend as much time on it as possible and they're extremely good at it they are they they have hired psychologists they've hired uh, people that are really good at uh, 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 interface design and, and and all this kind of stuff so that they can get you as addicted as possible so I have to be be proactive about how I use social media. If I want to get out of it, what I need to get out of it. And how do we do that? We do that by take creating and implementing a social a personal social media policy. Now, there's another part of my take on social media that might be a diff, a bit different from anything that you've heard, all right? Now, My mother passed in 2017. And there are so many things that she used to say, so many things that she used to do that I wish I had documented, whether in pictures or videos and all this kind of stuff. I wish, man, I wish, man. We had so many good times with my mom. Um, and there are things about my grandparents I don't even know, right? When I think about my kids, just as an example, we are creating those kinds of memories. And when I think about what I'm doing on social media, yes, I'm putting content out there, but I'm also doing it from a perspective of creating content that will give the future Samuels (laughs) insight into my mind, insight into how I see things, how I process things. Right now, I'm sharing this content with you, but this is also going on YouTube. And it's going to be on YouTube for a very long time. My son can go and watch that video my daughter can go and watch that video. And if it stays around long enough, their kids can go and watch this video and and get insight into how I think and how I process things. And that can benefit them. I am creating something that they can look back on. So when I'm interacting on social media, And as I'm creating this content, I told you at the beginning, I feel compelled to share this with you. I feel compelled to share this with my kids and their kids. And by me creating this content and putting it out there, they get this. So yeah, I'm doing it for you. But more than you, I'm doing it for my people. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for their kids. And that is a beautiful thing. Okay, so we know there's a problem. We know that these platforms are tools, but these platforms, they profit from our addiction. And I've said that a social media policy is a tool that can be used in order to get the most out of social media without experiencing those negative parts as much. So now we got to talk about what a social media policy is. So let me talk about a social media. uh, 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 Yeah, let's start by just talking about a a social media policy. A social media policy. It's a set of guidelines or rules that govern your use of social media. Now, many organizations, they have social media policies. They have these things in place and they have these things in place because they want the representatives of that organization, like the employees and the staff and the people that work for the companies, they want them to represent the company well. It just makes sense. They want to make sure they are well represented now. I've thought about this and I've thought to myself, man, that makes sense. And if businesses are doing that, why can't I do the same? Wouldn't it be beneficial for me to have a social media policy? I think so. So that is what I seek to do. Now, a personal social media policy is a social media policy, but that's it's one that's tailored to the individual. Your personal social media policy is tailored to you. My social media, personal social media policy is tailored to me. It's tailored to my goals. It's tailored to my dreams. It's tailored to what I'm trying to do in my business. It's tailored to what I'm trying to do and put out there into the world. All right. So let's talk about how to go about creating a social media policy. This is something that I've thought so much on. I've, I've read a bunch of books on these topics related to, to, to social media and technology and a, a smartphone addiction and all this kind of stuff. And I want to walk you through some steps that I believe can help you to create a social media policy that's going to work for you. All right, so let's do it. Let's get in. Th- th- this is the meat and potatoes of this episode. Step number one. What you want to do is define your objectives. Why do you want to use social media? What What are the benefits for you? Why? Why are you on social media? What are those benefits? What benefits do you want to get out of being on social media? I'll tell you what it is for me. All right? For me, I want to connect with, people, with the people that I want to connect with. All right? Social media it's social networking, it's connecting with others, right? So the people that I want to connect with, whether that's friends, whether that's uh, people that I'm connected with through my business, whether that is people that um, I can connect with for different opportunities, whatever the case might be, connecting with the people that I want to connect with, I use social media for that. I also wanna use social media to help people, especially the people that are closest to me. I said, I want to put this out there so my kids can see this in the future and their kids can see it in the future. I want them to be able to watch this and get insight, but also to help you. I want you to be able to get insight. I want to have conversations with people and share those conversations because I believe that they're going to be beneficial to you. All right? Number three, one of my objectives to grow my business. Uh, this this is how I this is how I feed my family. This is how I can afford a place to live. This is how I pay my bills. Right? Social media is a tool that I want to use to help to grow my business. And there's one more, and that's just entertainment. It's it's not as major as the others, but it's still a minor factor. I once in a while like coming on social media, and just scrolling through some videos and checking things out and laughing and um, all that good stuff, because entertainment, it's a good thing. Now, for you, what what, what are your objectives? Is it that you're using it for connecting and networking? Is it for professional development? Is it for entertainment? It is important to first define your objectives because if you don't know what your objectives are, you can't create a personal social media policy that will help you to meet those objectives. So, number one, you start by defining your objectives. Number two, acknowledge the dangers. Listen, be acting as if there's not a problem, that ain't gonna help anything. All right. I need you to acknowledge the dangers. What are the dangers of social media for you, like for you personally, not for me? What are the dangers? You've been using social media for a while, right? What are the dangers for you? For me, I know that social media can be extremely addicting, I know that social media can make me unproductive. I know that there's a tendency to be antisocial with the people around you because you're so focused on the people that are nowhere close to you, but they're somehow behind these devices on the other side of the world. I know that that's a problem. I know that it increases the amount of time that I spend on my devices. And if it increases the amount of time that I spend on my devices, then there's less time for me to spend on other things that are more important to me. These are some of the dangers for me. What are those dangers for you? So first, you define your objectives. Second, you acknowledge the dangers. And it's a good idea to write these down, right? What are your objectives? What are the dangers? And then third... We set boundaries. You decide, what are you comfortable sharing on social media? You don't have to share. Newsflash, you don't have to share everything on social media. That's, it's not a requirement. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to share it all, all right? So what are you comfortable with sharing? What should remain private? When will you be using social media? A lot of us feel like we just use social media just whenever. And if that's part of your social media policy, that's fine. But you be proactive about making that decision. For me, I don't want to be on social media just whenever. All right? We'll talk about some of that. When is social media off limits? Like when? when is that downtime where you're not going to be touching social media? Do you have that in your social media policy? Have you thought about that? How will you be using social media? Okay. So number one, you want to define your objectives. Number two, you want to uh, 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 acknowledge the dangers, and number three, you want to set the boundaries. What are your boundaries? Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through my social media policy in a little bit, um, but. I want you to think about these three things, your objectives, the dangers, and the boundaries that you are going to set. All right? So with that being said, we're going to go into, I'm going to give you my social media policy as an example. And you can take some of these things you can fine-tune it. You can adjust it to yourself. You can dis- discard entire sections of what I do because that doesn't work for you, all right? Now, before we get into that, I have to talk to you. We're going to take a little uh, a break and talk to you about Ecamm Live because Ecamm Live, you know, when I started this podcast back in 2009, I was teaching and I was working on my business. I was extremely busy, and I knew that if I'm going to start this podcast, I have to do it in a way where I don't spend a lot of time editing it. In fact, I wanted to set it up to where I don't edit anything at all, so I got a bunch of equipment and so on, and I set it up, and I could bring in the sound. I can do all of the things and Everything and when I'm finished recording, I am done. All I got to do is tag the episode, upload it, and I am done. A lot of people spend, you know, hours editing their podcast. I want mine to be professional, but I didn't want to spend the time. Ecamm Live does the same thing for me, but with video. All the stuff that I'm doing here, bringing graphics on the screen, playing the sounds at the right time, bringing this banner on the screen right now, that tells you to go to Ecamm.com slash Leslie. It's happening at a click of a button. Why? Because I'm using Ecamm live. And when I'm done with this, I am going to, I'm, Wait. I was going to say I'm going to export it, but I don't need to export it because it just gets recorded and then it's done. I'm going to upload this thing, add a thumbnail to it and it's ready to go. How? because I'm using Ecamm Live. I have to say, Ecamm Live is a uh, Mac-only system, so if you're on PC, this is not gonna work for you, but if you find yourself on a Mac, if you find yourself creating video, whether you're going live or whatever, Ecamm Live is the tool that can help you save a bunch of time and still have things looking super professional, as you can see from this video. So. If you're interested, head on over to ecamcom Leslie. If you use that link, it's going to save you 15% off your first payment. And trust me, it's worth it. I remember the first time I stumbled onto Ecamm Live. I went live, and I was blown away, and I was freaking out. That, that video got shared so many times. It got viewed tens of thousands of times because people were just seeing how easy it was to produce a professional live video without having to be like this super technical person. So you want to check them out? Go to ecamcom slash Leslie. All right, let's talk about my personal social media policy. <laughs> this is something that I've been refining over time. This is something that I've tweaked. This is something that I will continue tweaking. And um, I'm going to share with you where it is right now. Here is my social media policy. Here are the principles. Quality over quality quantity. I I value quality in my relationships. I value quality in my communication. I, I value quality in my content. So I am going to focus on producing quality content for social media, nurturing quality relationships on social media. That is important to me. The next principle, authenticity over trying to impress. Listen, let me tell you something about me. I don't really care what you think about me. Um, I just don't. Uh, If for some reason you don't like me, I don't see that as my problem. I see that as your situation. It may be a problem or not. Doesn't matter to me. I value being authentic. I am going to show up for... On social media, the way I show up when I interact with people on the streets, the way I show up when I interact with my friends, because this is who I am, it takes too much energy to try to be somebody else. So I'm just gonna be myself, all right? Authenticity over trying to impress. Next, I am 100% responsible for when and how I use social media. That's the third principle that is important for me. I don't depend on companies whose interests are out of alignment with my own interests to tell me when to go on social media in terms of notifying me that I got a message. And, no, no, no. You don't decide when I check social media. I am 100% responsible for determining when I check social media. Another principle, I'm just sharing some principles. Before I go into the practical, another principle is I'm creating a database of my thoughts, my ideas, my philosophy, and I'm sharing that with the world. These are what I'm sharing right now. This is how I think, right? These are my ideas. These are my thoughts. These are my philosophies that I'm sharing with you right now. That is a principle that governs how I use social media. And it's a resource for my children, just like it's a resource for you. It's a resource for my kids. And the last principle is I am becoming a media company. So, yes, I'm doing this podcast. It's a video podcast. I'm doing reels and so on. I'm creating content and putting it out there. And some of that I outsource some of that. I will be leveraging AI and other tools and other resources, but I'm building a media company because this is, I'm going to talk a lot more about that as we move forward, but I believe this is a way that we can really have that impact from home at home and beyond. And that is a principle that governs how I do, what I do on social media. So now let's get practical because all of that sounds nice, but what exactly does that mean for what I do? Let me tell you. Number one, (laughs) and this is going to sound kind of strange for some of you. There is no social media app on my phone. That's number one. I don't put social media apps on my phone because personally, I find when I put social media apps on my phone, it makes it so much easier to spend a bunch of time on this device scrolling through social media. If I want to check social media, I will go to the website on my computer and I will go ahead and check it out. Now, that's going to limit me in some ways, but that's fine. That works for me. And maybe it can work for you. So that's number one. Number two, I don't go on social media in the morning. The earliest I'm allowed to go on social media is at noon. If I'm curious about social media before then, well, it just has to wait. I know that my most productive time is the time that I spend working and doing the things that I'm doing In the morning. So no social media on the morning. Number three. So number one, no social media on the phone. Number two, no social media in the mornings. Number three, no social media on my Sabbath. Um, I'm Seventh-day Adventist. I observe Sabbath from Friday night at sunset to Saturday at sunset. That's when I take a break from work. It's also when I take a break from social media. If you send me a message over my Sabbath, I'm, I'm not going to get it until afterwards. If you post something on my profile over the Sabbath, I'm not going to do it. I, you know, I just see it as a way for me to disconnect on a weekly basis, not just from, from work, but also from social media. Nothing wrong with checking social media on Sabbath or the weekends or anything of that sort, but I, I just want a break. So I take that break, and I do that on a weekly basis. Now, soon, what I'm working towards, because you know I, I'm tweaking things here and there. I don't do social media in the mornings. Soon, what I'm going to start experimenting with is doing social media only at very specific times. So it might be I take 30 minutes in the middle of the day and 15 minutes at the end of the day. I don't need to spend that much, a a bunch of, I don't spend that much. People think I'm on social media way more than I am because when I create content, it gets engagement and then it gets, you know, people liking and sharing and that kind of stuff. But no, I don't spend that much time on social media. So I'm gonna start experimenting with defining the time slots in which I use social media. Now, those are some of the things for me. Um, Another thing is, I don't use notifications. Uh, once again, I don't want apps telling me when I need to check them. I check them when I want to check them. I check them when I decide I'm going to check them. And that's it. Now, this is my current social media policy, and it's going through ongoing testing and tweaking and modifying and experimenting and 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 trying something new i hear something that sounds interesting from somebody else that they're doing and i implement that in my life and it it works or it doesn't work or you know what i might decide i i want to check social media in the morning i don't know but these are things that i am constantly testing and tweaking and refining to de- to 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 continue to decide what is going to work for me. Now you might hear this and you might think, man, some of those things sound a bit extreme. That's fine. Don't do those. You might get an idea from it and say, "Oh, you know what? That that kind of makes sense. I'm going to do that. I'm going to remove the apps from my phone. I'm going to you know, refrain from checking social media in the morning, whatever the case might be. These are just some ideas that you can use now to decide how you want to use social media. Now, I said that I want to also share some cool tools because I love tools. I love using tech to, to make my life easier and to make my life more productive and more efficient. So I'm going to share with you some of the tools that I I use in my business. And since I'm using Ecamm Live, I'm going to just show you my screen really quick. This is what happens when I go to Facebook on my desktop. <laughs> I go to Facebook on my desktop, and it doesn't show me a news feed. Instead, it gives me an inspirational quote. What's this one? Inaction will cause a man to sink into the slough. Was that uh, of despond and vanish without a trace? All right. And if I refresh it, it'll just give me. Uh, It might show the news feed loading for a second, but then it's going to disappear, and then it's going to show me another quote. Wait, what's going on? It's showing me a a news feed. It's not supposed to do that. How how are you going to glitch right when I'm doing it? You see, this this is not right. The the plugin that I use is not doing what it's supposed to do. But anyhow, oh, I disabled it for a second while I was trying to figure out something anyhow but you saw that for a brief second i'm going to show you one more thing and so that the way i do that there's a chrome extension called newsfeed eradicator and when you do that it well will eradicate your news feeds um and i use that in the chrome browser now there are some other i'm going to pull up here really quick because yes I do see that I disabled it but there are some other tools that I use Um, I'm going to pull this over here so you can see once again once I turn it back on Uh, so newsfeed eradicator that'll do this don't be intimidated by what you know don't know that can't be that can be your greatest strength and ensure that you do things differently from everyone else Uh, So that's one tool that I want to share with you, the News Feed Eradicator. But there are a few others. Uh, This one is a Mac-only app, but I really like it. So it's called self-control. And you can see it on the screen if you're watching on video. If you're not, you can just Google self-control app for Mac. And what this will allow me to do is I can set a, a certain amount of time. I can say for the next two hours and 10 minutes, I don't want to... Uh, be able to browse social media and you can have a block list. So I have Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, you can add YouTube or whatever. Um, And then you can click on start block. Now once you, I'm not going to click on that because once you turn that on, there is literally nothing you can do to get on those platforms, on those websites or any of the websites related to that during that time. So if you want to say, you know what, for the next two hours, I only want to work or I don't want to get on social media. You set it for two hours and it's going to block it. The only way to unblock it, you got to like format your hard drive or something of that sort. So it makes it Pretty much impossible for you to get to those sites. And that just helps you to manage things a little better. Uh, I have one more tool that I want to share. So there's a Safari extension called Burn Feed. And then there's one that's called Focus. And they will do similar things. It will block certain sites and um, block social media, or um, uh, you you can adjust it on what you want it to do when you go to Facebook, what you want it to do when you go to YouTube, etc, etc. These are some cool tools that can help you in managing your social media. So There you have it. That's my personal social media policy. It's my take on social media. It's what I recommend. I really believe that it's important for us to be proactive about what we do on social media. And if you do too, I encourage you to create your own personal social media uh, policy. So I have a question for you. What is your social media policy, your personal social media policy? Are there things that you heard today that you're going to be adopting? Uh, Are there things that you're doing that maybe I should consider? I don't have all the answers, and I want to have this conversation with you. So. I wanna invite you, come over to the YouTube channel, come over to this video, um, and, and leave, if you're watching this video, go ahead and leave your thoughts in the comments so we can continue this conversation. Yes, we're having, I'm sharing my thoughts, but the best part of our learning together is what happens after the episode. So go ahead and let me know, what are you doing? What are you adopting? What value did you get from this episode? And by commenting, once again, you're helping out the show. What I'm gonna do is, on every episode, I'm gonna pin the most insightful discussion to the top. So, you know, come on over and let me know your thoughts. But that's it, my name is Leslie Samuel, here from IamLeslieSamuel.com, where we're changing the world one person at a time. And um, until next time, take care and God bless. Oh, yeah, eight, 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 three, five, two, four, one, four. Take care.